previously on Getting Dicey. Sildar has decapitated two people in front of your very eyes, and that is the end of the battle of the Red Brands. As you enter in the Stonehill Inn, you see Toblin behind the bar. Oh, you guys look terrible! With the Red Brands dealt to, and the town master clearly not up to the challenge, you might be the logical successor. Towns Master Toblin, I like the sound of it! It's about 11 in the morning uh, when you guys oh, arrive. Yeah. There's one lady wearing religious robes sitting at a table looking a little worse for wear. I was visiting Agatha. She only shows herself uh, to specific people and I thought that I would be worthy of, of making her appear. And alas, I was left for dead. Maybe we could help you uh, with this book or finding Agatha. I believe if you were to trade this comb for an answer about the spell book, surely if you flatter her vanity, offer her the comb. But she sees you eyeing the, the silver comb in her hand. Yeah. Look, I, I can only give this to someone who is going to use it to get the information. I mean, this is the my only chance. Can I trust um, you with it? Yes. If I can't do it, I'll send it back by post. Correct. Thank you, miss. We shall um, investigate for you. Enjoy your salad. You, you do sort of see Carp watching you guys. He's kind of like looking all of you over and he starts sort of repeating a few words to himself. You can't really hear what he's saying and he just like sprints off. Rounding a bend in the trail, you see a screen oh, wow. made from the warped branches of trees woven in kind of a dome-like shelter in the shadows and there's a low doorway that leads inside. The air grows cold. A cold pale light flickers in the air in front of you, rapidly taking on the form of a female elf. Her hair uh, and robes are waving in a bit of a spectral wind. Foolish martyrs! Don't you know it's death to seek me out? Getting dicey. <laughs> Um, so as I said, like the, the voice of Agatha is definitely going to change here. So uh, as you guys, as she appeared, um, she looks she looks down at you and with a push of a button. Actually, I better put the hood on. Uh, with a push of a button, uh, she says, Foolish mortals, do you not know it is death to seek me out? Uh, <laughs> was that a bit? Was that a bit better? Yeah. Okay. That's great. That was okay. creepy. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Gil steps forward with the uh, with the silver comb in hand, lays down, sits uh, down on one knee, and offers it forward, uh, and begins to sing. <laughs> and you should read that while I'm singing, please, Dungeon Master, just to make sure. Okay. I'm going to read that out. I want to read that out because, like, for people um, who are listening, might not be watching. I just want to sort of read. So you're doing unearthly chorus. Uh, music of a style you choose fills the air around you in a 30-foot radius. The music spreads around corners and can be heard from up to 100 feet away. The music moves with you. Until the spell ends, you make charisma checks with advantage. Uh, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to beguile one creature you choose within 30 feet of you that can see you and hear the music. And they must uh, make a charisma saving throw. Cool. I think that's all good. Uh, and the, my music of choice is The Righteous Brothers. <laughs> and I call this one Unchained Agatha. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Agatha, pure <laughs> beauty. I can only bear so much these lonely eyes. And life must be hard, but it's hardly hurt your looks one touch. You are so fine. That's it. Okay, well, I'll give you. I'll get you to give me a. Um, <laughs> well Beautiful. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'll get you to give um, a a persuasion um, check with advantage. Yes. <laughs> it was worth embarrassing myself <laughs> and uh, wrecking your ears. Was it really? And roll it with advantage. I will roll again. Twenty-two. Ooh. Okay, great. So the um. The ghostly figure looks down at you uh, and then looks down at the comb that you've presented in front of her. Um, and she says, Very well. I know that you seek many things. Ask me one question and I will give you one answer. Um... I'm just going to confer for a moment with my comrades. Very well. All right. Huddle up, team. Uh, what, what should we ask? Should we ask about the book? Indeed. The book's the only thing we know about. <laughs> you could ask anything. Mm. Would she know anything or just lives in this forest? She seems to be knowing a lot of things that I'm sure we could find out, but the book is what we're here for, right? Okay. Ask her how, how much a book can carry. <laughs> I'll ask her the Sphinx is a little. All right, and I, I turn back to her without wasting too much of her time and just say, uh, we believe you know the whereabouts of a spell book belonging to Bow Gentle. Could you tell us where they where that might be. And she she scowls. She's got a sort of airy scowl. She looks down and she says, Ah, I know the book. It was traded with a necromancer named Seanorth more than a hundred years ago. I do not know what has become of the book? And necromancy, you say. And where, where did this necromancer live or unlive, as the case may be? <laughs> as you start asking that, um, that question, she slowly fades out of existence. Oh, dang it. I guess she was serious about the one question only. Well done, Gil. Your music was beautiful. So charming. I was so inspired by her beauty. <laughs> um, and you, you look down and you see that the silver comb too has has disappeared. I do feel a little bit ripped off that you didn't even know where the spell book was. That was the that's what was what we were promised. But uh, 
Hmm. If nothing else, it's a leave. And we only agreed to find out from her. We didn't uh, agree to to find the book itself. So, is there anything in inside this this uh, wooden kind of structure? This tree based. Is it, is it some kind of living place? Yeah, so... Is there this, anything here? So the the area that you walked towards was kind of like a, a whole amount of, like, branches and thickets and vines that had grown over to make this kind of dome-like structure with a, with a small opening that leads inside. I'm kind of interested in what could be inside. Go check it out. It's so spooky. <laughs> Can I look inside with my dark vision? Yeah, yeah, by, by all means, you can um, step forward and roll uh, perception. I shall do so. Oh, actually, sorry, roll, roll investigation. Okay. Oh, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> nice, nice. You, you look into this, um, into this sort of hole in this uh, dome, and you see with your, with your night vision... A basic, a ba- almost completely empty, sort of small-ish cave. Just really small, small enough, kind of like a like a um, a large. Uh, I don't know where bunnies might live or something like that, right? So something kind of little thing like that. And you can see, sort of tucked away in the corner, are just the skeletal remains of of maybe. Well, you know, you can tell it's an it's elvish skeletal remains. Oh, gross! And that's it. That's all. That's that's. Uh, within this dome. Is the comb there? No, no, the comb is nowhere to be seen. Hmm. Strange. Hmm. Uh, Baron, is your spell still picking up on any magics in these woods? Good question. So, yeah, the Baron uh, notices that the... the, Because originally, as you were making your way towards this specific dome, the um, the magic aura that you... That um, Detect Magic had had created has basically all but disappeared. There's just a faint glow around this entire woods now instead of it being concentrated on this dome. Hmm. She's left. Gone on vacation. (laughs) Isn't it always the way... So she knew about a book that got given to a necromancer called Sea North, I think, a hundred years ago. So, I mean, that's, that's quite a long time. Um, I wonder if he still has it or if he's still alive or mm. indeed. Um, so I guess we'll just keep our eyes out for another. There's plenty of necromancers popping up lately. Yeah. <laughs> Raska, a spider woman. Now, see north. Um, we could uh, we could let Sister Gariel know the next time we're in town. But if I'm honest, these woods give me the creeps. Mm. Shall we? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy to get out of here. <laughs> All right. Would you like just to make your way back uh, the way you came? Yeah. Yes. All right. I think, I think so. Unless there's better counsel from Loros or Mirikin. I, too, am keen to leave this place. Mm, agreed. Okay, great. So you guys make your way back out of this path, uh, sort of this forest path. And as you sort of near the entrance um, that you came in from, you notice it getting lighter again, uh, less cold, 
they call that warmer in some countries. Um, and you're back and you're back on the path heading towards Coneyberry. Now, from this angle, you can kind of see uh, the mountains um, sort of past Coneyberry. And behind that is just this amazing mountain range that you can sort of see uh, be even further beyond that. They they're quite does. Who has like a who's got a high history? Who's got the highest history? And we can use them to roll. Baron? Yep. Okay, I'll roll. I've got a plus five. Oh, yeah. Okay, give us a a history check. Oh, I got, what is that? 23. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So you, you, as you um, come down towards Coneybury, you see this uh, prominent landmark, uh, like, way off in the distance. Um, And you you know of it as uh, the Wyvern Tor. Um, it was. It used to be the home of large, sort of uh, a dangerous, massive nest of wyverns. Um, a wyvern tour. A wyvern tour. <laughs> tour. T o r. No, no, not the wyvern tour. Uh, <laughs> for the wyvern tour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tour. Wyvern tour. Um, yeah. So it, tour. tour. Um, I, I assume it's a similar word for like a nest, by the sounds of things. You know. Uh, so yeah, you, you you know that it used to house a lot of wyverns, um, but you also know that they uh, a bunch of bold adventurers chased them off or got rid of them um, some time ago as well. Hundred years ago, <laughs> <laughs> just as just years ago, years ago, years ago. Um, okay. yeah, Two years ago, three and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah, ago. yeah. So and so that's what you can kind of see off in the in the distance. So these are those these humps. These are the hills. So these are the these are the ones in the sort of the midground, the mountains yeah. you can sort of see in the midground, and then past those, just a massive craggy mountain range. Oh, beyond the, the old Elwell. Yes, beyond the old Elwell. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll just tell everyone that the Wyverns that was a Wyvern tour. Buy your tickets. Did <laughs> Did you mean a tour? I believe so. <laughs> uh, we've not had good luck with those. I suggest we skip. Yeah, and this one sounds more dangerous. <laughs> this seems to be hazardous country. Perhaps we should head straight to the old old well and find those missing people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, so you can't. It's going to be too treacherous to head straight over the the mountain range in front of you. So you're going to have to go sort of follow the tribal trail back to that split in the path. Um, and then make your way further up towards the old Elwell. Now, this is going to take um, how, how long? We, it's, going, it's already starting to near maybe seven o'clock at night by the time you've hit uh, Coneyberry. Uh, we can travel a part way down the um, trail before, I don't know whether you guys want to just travel all at once or uh, if you guys wanted to rest up. What did you want to do on your way to the old Elwell? I suggest we. Make camp when it makes sense to, but um, I'm not accustomed to traveling the wilds. Yeah, we definitely need some kind of carriage. Mm. Loris, what, what do you think? Is there some travel before resting up, or are you do you want to travel throughout the night? I'm happy to keep moving, but if, if others need to rest or want to rest, then all good. Sig, perhaps we should be ready for combat when we reach Old Aldwell. We could travel until our stamina depletes, then a short rest, and then continue on. 
That sounds good. I mean, you guys could always travel back to the, your last resting place if um, if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. a great advice by uh, Sig. Okay, cool. So Let's do that. You head back down the Coneyberry path, um, and we're just going to... Okay, cool. That's all right. Um, you, you make it sort of uh, halfway to the um, to the fork in the road uh, before sort of it gets too dark. It's like 11, it's almost midnight here. Um, did you want to continue at this point or did you want to uh, rest up now? It's about this point we normally get sucked off by some sort of creature. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we, if we... So it's night time? Yes, it's, it's midnight, yeah. I say we rest. Not everyone can see in the dark. Yeah. I just wanted to say a big uh, thank you so much for Chugganaut for subscribing. Um, hopefully you'll see some cool stuff tonight that'll make this decision of yours not regretful. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys can, can rest through the night. I... Let's have a quick look here. Uh. I'm spoilt for long rests right now. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need one. I, I feel how many sessions before you, you're begging and dying for one. I know we've had three in the last two, like. Yeah, minutes. yeah. Huh. Talk about feast or famine. Yeah. <laughs> Not that complaining at all, Regan. No, no, complain all you like. I can because <laughs> hopefully it'll just get harder from here on in. So that's okay. Uh. <laughs> um, okay, so you have an uneventful night. The eight hours passes without um, without any hassle. Like you found that last spot that you uh, camped at away from the tribal trail, and it seems to have proven itself um, safe for the second night in a row. Um, it's eight o'clock in the morning. The the birds are chirping. It's quite a nice. Uh, warm summer's morning uh, you know there's like a, maybe a, f a couple of hours travel before you get it back to that fork in the road um, and you know that uh, from what you've been told it's probably almost a full day's travel to the old Alwell from that fork in the road okay and um, for the long rest thing mm -hmm. I'm just going to wake up with a nice cigarette <laughs> and I will... I'll, I'll like... carry on sorry <laughs> um and I, I've just got some things that I've been trying to study. So I was wondering, um, mm. so I want to uh, study the cheese ring. Okay. Before yeah. before we get to the cheese ring, can you just can you just give me a uh, constitution um, roll okay. with with? I will add add your proficiency on. <clears throat> oh, what's my? Oh, it's a two. So I'll just press constitution, then we'll add two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to get you to roll a D100 for this, but what happens is you wake up, you roll over, you pull a cigarette yeah. out of your pouch and you light it, but you've lit the wrong end. Um, uh, and you take a big drag on that cigarette and you just cough and splutter and you're coughing for a good five minutes um, and you, th you throw the cigarette onto the ground and it catches a little bit of the ground, uh, dry gra summer grass on fire. Um, and you kind of just like you, you stamp it out and you kind of cool and calm look around to see that everybody saw um, that happening. Amateur. <laughs> Amateur. Ah, strange man. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> um, it's been a long night. You've been judged from about a seven foot, you've been judged by a seven foot giant. I don't know, a five foot elf. Mm. Yeah. It's all a about very, height with you, isn't it? Uh, it's Absolutely. A very, <laughs> everything measured is like 
<laughs> a very smelly, a very, a very pungent seven foot um, Goliath at the moment. Who, yeah. Yeah. Still mm. covered in the dirt, blood, eye goop uh, and everything else that's sort of uh, attacked. Mm. And some of Baron's blood uh, still tripling down his chin from dried up on his mouth from the last time. Like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what do you want to know about this cheese ring? I just want to figure it out. I know uh, it's magical. Yeah. I just want to see if I can control it somehow. Yeah. So what we'll, uh, what we'll say is that you've, um, the last time you were sort of looking at this cheese ring, you oh. noticed it glowing brighter the closer it got to a small piece of cheese that you had in your bag. So is there anything you want to do with that information? Yeah, well, I, I have some Stilton, so I just mm. want to, maybe if it's glowing, I just want to touch the, Stilton on the ring. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you touch the, uh, uh, the piece of Stilton against the ring and there is a bright flash of light and you look away and when you look back, the, the Stilton is no longer in your, in your hand. Um, and this, this, cheese, uh, this cheese ring this, is um, glowing brightly now. It's, now. it's not even really glowing. It's now just a yellow gold colour. Uh, um, can you little. Yeah, can you give me a, I believe it's a D10 roll? Oh, okay. Yeah. One D10. Oh, sorry, I actually need to do two. A nine. Okay, nine. So what you what you see is the, the other thing that's different about this ring is that there are now small, like, holes, uh, almost like a, ple- a piece of Swiss cheese. Um, oh, okay. And you look, look and you count, and there seems to be nine little holes um, on this cheese ring now. You have no idea what that could mean. Okay. Um, is there any way that I could know? <laughs> You'd have to do a little more study, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have to do a little more study. Um, is there anything else people want to do before heading up to the old owl well, getting back on, on track? I've got some good berries. <laughs> yeah, you do. Hey, what, um... Oh, <laughs> wait! I'm just, just going to say two each. Okay, and that's enough from the DM. <laughs> Sorry, hey, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean those kind of berries. Um, all right, so if you guys, if you guys are happy to uh, head up, uh, head back towards that fork in the road and make your way back up, we can do that. Just yeah. before we go, I've got like three scrolls that I want to figure out. Mm-hmm. I might just try. Um, one. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you need to do to copy those yeah, into your? Into I think your book? it's a it's a Arcana check with a DC equal to ten plus the spell's level. All right. Okay. And I'm going to try a Ray of Frost. Mm-hmm. So that's a cantrip. So I think it's just um, that'll be plus zero, right? Yeah. So I'll just try that, and then we'll okay. An Arcana roll of of one. <laughs> And so what happens and what happens if you fail? What happens to the scroll? It is consumed. The scroll is consumed. is consumed. And so what was that? Which one was that? The ray of uh frost. Ray of frost. So yeah, as you're focusing on this and you start uh <laughs> trying to transcribe it, you just can't seem to wrap your head around the language that this um that this wizard has written this scroll in. And the more you try, the the harder it gets, and and soon enough the scroll in your left hand it just disappears. It sort of starts, the letters start fading away off it and it leaves you with a blank scroll now in your, in your hand and a page on your book that just has garbage written on it. Hmm. Yeah. 
I'm just going to write on the scroll. Fuck. Fire that was my cigarettes caused. <laughs> Great morning. <laughs> that is a terrible morning for you. Um, okay. All right. So what are we going to do? Uh, so you guys are heading off now? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. You guys just kind of um, you head back down to the the uh, down the pathway. You make your way to the the uh, fork in the road and you take a left and head up this this path. You get about halfway through, uh, halfway towards the old owl well. It's nearing maybe uh, two o'clock in the afternoon now. And you just hear a um, sort of like a, a wheezing, a panting happening from this small bush off on the side of the, the path. Just like kind of this, this sick kind of wheezing sound. I don't have any tokens or maps for this one. So we're just going to theater of the mind this one. <laughs> oh, what could that be? Dirty old man in a bush. <laughs> You're normally the man in the bush. What could be happening? <laughs> I know. I know about this. Adam, talk, talk to this bush man. I don't know if I want to go close. So I, you all you all hear this. So, yeah, it's not something that's... Is anybody uh, there? And you just continue. Hello? You just continue hearing this kind of this ragged wheezing. How far away is it? Um, so you you guys are traveling in like a, a relatively tight group, uh, and off the path, maybe ten foot, fifteen foot off the path, it sounds like it's sort of coming from there. There's a couple of trees um, sort of framing it. There's a um, but you can I'm just hear that. Walk over there and basically grab whatever it is and pull it out onto the, onto the path. I'm assuming it's it's a, it's a man wheezing, so I'm just going to pick him up and and bring him up. Okay, yeah, cool. So as you as you reach um, into into the uh, into the bush, you uh, this thing kind of just like snaps out and just misses misses your hand, um, and so but you managed to, you managed to grab on. Can you give me a strength check? Sure. Uh, that's a saving throw. I want to do that. I rolled a twenty-two. Okay, yeah, great. So you you pull the this thing this this wheezing creature out of the bush with one easy just pull. It just flies up over your shoulder and lands on the um on the path in front of uh, Sig American Baron and Gil, um, and you see a very familiar face. Uh, <laughs> and there's. Oh, <laughs> Um, Does he take any falling damage? <clears throat> yeah, he took he takes it like one HP of falling damage as he just kind of like slides onto the onto the path in front of you, um, and you recognize that face as as Billy Goblin. He's You're he's, he's not looking uh, he's not looking very good, and he's just <laughs> kind of um, holding onto his stomach with uh, with one hand, and he's 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 trying to hold on with both hands, but one's missing like all fingers but the thumb. Um, and he's just, <laughs> um, and you, Sig, you feel that uh, very familiar feeling of of kind of moving fingers in that pouch of yours, um, and and poor Billy Goblin is just on the ground. What would you guys like to do? 
Death has come for you again, Billy Goblin. <laughs> Sigal run in with his hammer. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> All right, roll to roll to hit. We'll um we'll get the <laughs> we'll get the um initiative going. Did did Baron yell out wait, Sig? Yeah, well I tried to. So Sig's gonna roll a D twenty. Plus ten. <laughs> higher than ten, Sig heads. Below ten, he doesn't care. And didn't hear. <laughs> and Sig rolls a seven. So sadly, Baron. Your message does not reach six years. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you So everyone uh, roll initiative, please. But we've got no tokens, right? To click. Oh, okay. I can. Yeah, you don't have tokens. So well, you just have to put us in the, in the order. It, well, it's not going to last long. Let's be fair. I might. I might just. I might just write these down because I. I don't yeah. have to get the tokens. Pros. Oh, I rolled a seven point one three. I've rolled a 19. Okay. Sig rolls a 7.14. <laughs> Just as well, we had that point thing on for. Um, Jesus, Gil. 18.14. 18. Okay. So we've got. At the top of the order, we've got Murican. Um, so over, over to you, Murican. Well. I'll just um, start forward at the sight of him and I just don't know what to say. I mean, we've seen him so many times. <laughs> I just... Billy, you again. What's up? Do you want to kill us? Are you going to kill us again? So you just, want to, for so you just want to spend your turn sort of questioning him? Yeah. Okay. He's just, he just kind of like is writhing. He's kind of really clutching at his stomach. And he's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get any closer. Obviously a big fat brewing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So we move to uh, Billy. It's Billy's turn, which he just spends his his turn. I'm sorry. Did you want to do something else? I was just going to say I would prepare an action if he tried to harm me. (laughs) Okay, actually, it'd probably be good for me to understand kind of the formation you guys were traveling uh, on that path as well. So I think the last time it was, um, who we have at the front? We had like Gil and American at the front, or was it Sig at the front? Oh, no, it was Sig and Loris. Yeah. Sig and Loris at the front. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm off the side of the path because I dragged that melting thing out of the bush. Yeah, and I think, Gil, you were at the the back with American and Baron in the middle, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, American, you're kind of you're you're behind Sig at the moment. You've kind of called out over Sig's shoulder and had Billy respond in that way. So, if you wanted to read an action, what would it be? Um, what were you, what are you looking for? Mm, if he attacks me, I would like to ready a dodge. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'll put my shield up in preparation. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Um, I need to prepare some stuff, I think. If, we, if, if Anyway, okay, so it's Billy Goblin's turn. He spends his time um, not attacking. He is just clutching at his stomach. Um, yeah, he's just clutching at his stomach and, and writhing in agony. He's warned you guys to please just stay back. Um, and it's, it's Gil's turn next. Uh, I just called out to him and just say, you're played out, Billy. 
you said to us once that we couldn't do anything, but look at you now. And I cast Vicious Mockery. Oh, nice. <laughs> Scarcely worth our time. <laughs> and it's a wisdom save? Yes. He's rolled a 17. Oh, he saves. Yeah, so he he's almost he almost does he's not hearing almost anything now thanks to the pain that he's going through. Um, Sig, it's your turn. So Sig immediately charges forward at Billy Goblin. <clears throat> he assumes he can reach him in this theater of the mind field. Sure. Yep. Drops to a two-handed um, hold of his hammer and brings it horizontally across his head. Oh, so he's 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 lying on the ground. He's lying on the ground. Horizontally and then vertically down into his head. <laughs> All right, like so a big L shape of death. All right, since he's since he's prone, I will get you to roll with advantage. Indeed. Oh, nice. a twenty-one to hit. Right. Oh. Nice. So the the you miss you miss his head, but it does come down on his chest. Um, what you see next is his chest kind of open and 15 spiders come crawling, crawling from his, from his uh, open chest cavity as he loses conscious and, and dies. Does he die again? He's, he's no longer conscious. He's no longer in a living state, Uh, but you do now have uh, 15 spiders that are uh, basically um, surrounding you, all scattering around you guys. How big so these these spiders uh oh, that's probably a very good thing you're probably picturing massive spiders these are these aren't massive but they're not small these are you're looking at kind of like tarantula size spiders yeah. that come just pouring out of them they're each they're each a good you know fifteen centimeters in length so they're stompable this st- you can always give them you can always try to stomp on them that's for sure uh but yeah so um they yeah. That was basically Billy's reaction to being hit as the spiders surrounding you. So you now have all around you 15. The group does. Loris is off to the side of the path with maybe only a couple having run over to him. Uh, it, with that, it is Loris's turn. Um, okay, so I'm not particularly... Like, spiders, eh, they don't look that bad. I'm just going to... Um, so you said two that had come over to me? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Could I just... Um, Run up. Are they close enough that if I sort of jumped up in the air, I could land on both of them? They're, they're within five feet of you, yes. Uh, you could... Like, with just like two feet, land on both of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, what we'll do is you could roll um, unarmed strike twice. Okay. So that is what I'm going to try and do. Um, where have I got that? There. One and two. Oh, geez, I don't know how many times I rolled that. Oh, damn. <laughs> 24 both times yeah so Loris with your your weight and your height you sort of leap up into the, the air and you just like have have like aimed it perfectly and each foot just comes down on uh, each of these tarantula sized spiders and just crush one between uh, beneath each foot um, and those two spiders uh, no more yeah and they just kind of popped they kind of just popped and coated your the your feet uh, and the area around them in this kind of black, oh. sticky... Yeah. Yay! Spider goo. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do, Loris? 
Um, I'm just going to take take a couple of strides across to like where the main group is. Obviously, being more spiders there, mm. I want to be close there. Okay, cool. Um, right, Baron, it's your turn. Is it? I only got a four. Yeah, that's My... everyone's sort of had their turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I rolled so badly on this. Um, <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to get the fuck out. Because it's disgusting. It's like a worse morning than I, I'd imagined. I'm just going to back away. Uh, is right. there a cluster of them that I could shoot without shooting to give you next to them? Yeah, just to give you an idea of what's sort of around you right now. Is you've probably got three. Um, if you're looking down the path, you've got uh, Loris that is kind of stand, standing a little bit in front of you now, uh, off to the right, just a little bit. You've got Sig in front of you to the left. To your very left is Merican, and sort of behind you, off to the left, is uh, is Guild. So you're on the right, sort of in the middle of this bunch. You've got three um, of these these spiders uh, coming towards you on your right hand side. Yuck. Well. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, is there, can I shoot those three um, without hitting anyone else with the explosion of ice knife? Um, I think these are close enough that if you used ice knife, you, uh, Loris would oh, okay. would have to um, dodge this. Okay, well, I'll just do, uh, pull out some dust out of my pocket and cast poison spray at whatever's coming close to me. Yeah, cool. I don't know if I have that. Oh, they have to make a DC 13 uh, um, constitution saving throw. Is that aimed at someone? What is that? Is that a, a range that you're th- blowing uh, it's that It's just out? within 10 feet. Yeah, 10 feet. Okay. And so what, I'm sorry, what do they have to roll? Constitution. 13. Okay. Uh, let's have a quick look here. One of them rolls 17. One of them rolls 13. And one of them rolls a nat 20. Oh, it should only get one of them. Oh, we, unless they're so close together. Oh, it's ten feet. Like, so let's say if you aimed it in the middle of the three, it would have spread out to to get all three of okay. those ones. I guess it's because they're little spiders. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and it rolls a d twelve. I think so. Twelve. I think I got. I rolled a ten. Does it automatically? Uh, is that how much damage it does, is it? Yeah. So only one of them got hit by this. Um, one of them rolled a 13, one of them rolled a 20, and the other one was under 13. So one of the spiders, uh, it just kind of the, um, whether it was the wind or something that kind of pushed it over the two of the spiders, the one spider just kind of gets a coating of it, and it just kind of like its legs um, shrivel up, uh, and it kind of lets out a little, <laughs> as it dies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So you've killed one of those. Okay. Uh, anything else on your turn, Baron? If there's any sort of escape route, I'll be taking it. Uh, well, you've kind of had one sort of opening to your right, but running through, if you were to run through it, two of them would probably still get an opportunity to. Oh to yeah, I don't want to run through spiders. Okay. <laughs> if there's no escape route, I'm just gonna. Okay, cool. We're back at Merican. So you are, again, you're on the left-hand side of it. You've got, um, between you, Sig in front of you, and Gil behind you, you've kind of got five to your side. Spreading spreading across all three of you. All right, well, I just just want them to get away from me, Mm. really. 
Um, so I would like to use my gust cantrip. So mm. I conjure up a, a wind and I can push away a medium or smaller creature far up to five feet away from me if it passes a strength save. Okay. Um, so I'm just like, get back! So I assume this is only on one creature. Um, let's have a quick... Sorry, that rolled off the desk. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just one. I was hoping it would get... Because they're small, but if you're going by the rules, it's only one. <laughs> well, like it's I said... Not the, great. The, I've messed up. Well, you're just kind of like directing like this, like this gust at one of the creatures. Uh, and it's yeah. if, they were, if they were clumping, would it hit multiples? Yes, but they're not clumping. They're spread out. There's five that are kind of like spread out between. So do, do you still want to do that? Do you still want to uh, do I that? Or? I feel like that was my fault. So I'm willing to bear that if need be. Yeah. I mean... Um, I mean, you managed to successfully knock one of them ten foot away, so there's there's a less of a threat, uh, sure. like kinda. It's kind. <laughs> there's kinda of, less of a threat. I'm not happy with my turn. Okay. <laughs> is, is there any bonus action or anything? <laughs> uh, bonus action, just go. Damn, that was really stupid. Okay. <laughs> so we've got twelve remaining spiders that are surrounding you all they've all got uh, the ability to attack each of you uh, how do you guys want me to deal with this do you guys want me just to roll once or do you want me to roll for um every each one that roll attacks gil i might roll once for them each one that attacks merrick and i'll roll once for that group how would you guys want me to do this roll once for the group once for the group okay do it let's do it let's do once for the group so these 12 spiders you, this is when you notice um as they're nearing to attack uh, and, of, and unfortunately, American, the one that was blown 10 foot away, um, has come running back in to attack as well. Um, and you notice as they get closer that they're, they're about to leap at you and they've each got these, these centimeter long, um, fangs, um, that they're all about to, to bite in. Uh, so let's have a look and see how they do. Man, you're lucky they only rolled once. They rolled an eight. So I'm assuming that's a miss for everybody, even the poor Baron, who has like the lowest AC of the lot. Um, so they all jump into the air and they clang off uh, off Sig's shield and, and Loris kind of like steps out of the way and Mirakin's cloak blocks one of them and knocks it to the ground. One of them lands directly into the loot on Gil's back and uh, the Baron kind of squeals. And just and, and and that pure action, the force of the force of the squeal knocks one of um, them away. So you've all managed to be quite safe from that attack. Uh, Sig, oh no, Gil, Gil, your turn. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, so there's five near us. Yeah, well, from where you're standing, there's two within range for you. And then it's sort of the the other three are sort of like next to American and then uh, between her and Sig and one next to Sig. I see. Um, so I'm going to draw my short sword, um, which I've never used. Uh, I picked it up off of a goblin, I think. Nice. Uh, just going to try to stab the nearest one. Okay. Um, roll to hit. This should be interesting. Uh, 11. And you sort of slice down, like, with your short sword, like, with a commanding swipe, and it just right next to the spider. <laughs> you've, like, you've just missed the, the spider. I see. 
Mm. Oh, dear. I'm going to attempt to take a step backwards. Okay. Just so, to... Like, oh, presumably they, they the, get their opportunity attack. Yeah, that's right. So we'll have a go at that. Yeah, he's rolled 22. Uh, okay. I've got um, the thing that helps me stop them yeah. if you don't tell me where the roll is. <laughs> oh, I thought it was I had to tell you the number, but just not whether it succeeded or not. Well, I know if it ex- succeeds. True. So just tell me the roll, or I don't know how we do it. I guess I can just say that they're gonna, I'm going to do this. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay, yep. If you, I have a feeling that you had this planned. That's why you did the step back. So we'll let you roll through with what you were going to do. Uh, okay. Um, so I use cutting words. Okay. Which is a new thing. Uh, as a reaction, uh, I expend the uh, bardic inspiration and their attack is reduced by that number. Ah, nice. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, I believe it's only a D6. Bardic inspiration, yes. So I think I need the max roll for this to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the worst? The mini roll. All right. uh, actually, even the max wouldn't have worked. Okay, so he's he's rolled a 22. Um, so let's... Okay. So... I should have done it on damage. That would have been good. He does... Um, one piercing damage, but as his teeth sink in, he does also manage to inject you with some poison and does three HP of poison damage. Okay. Um, you need to... The target must succeed on... Oh, sorry. Succeed on a DC roll to see... Uh, I'm assuming that's going to be constitution. Con save? Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, just enough. So, okay, so you don't take that poison damage. You're okay. Ah, good. Um, and then, as my bonus action, I'm going to throw my dagger at the at the nearest one as I retreat fifteen feet. Uh, okay. Roll, roll to hit. So you've thrown out your dagger and it just lands into the dirt next to one of the other spiders. These spiders are hard to hit. <laughs> um, I'm just going to just double, I'm just double checking about that roll because the, sorry about the, um, uh, where are we? I don't think spiders are in. thought they would be. Okay, maybe not. I'll have to find out something later on. Um, it is Sig's turn. Sig swaps back to a one-handed hold of his hammer, picks up his shield and calls to the party, retreat back to back, let's fight them, and then uses the spike on the end of his hammer to impale one of the spiders. Okay, great. Yeah, give us a, give us a roll to hit. Sig rolls a mere eight. <laughs> Oh, so you two just like jam the the edge of your end of your hammer into the ground um next to this spider it uh these these spiders are a little more nimble than than you guys originally would have assumed um anything else sig that is all all right loris um so i want to body slam the nearest group. <laughs> 
You want so a body slam? I want to take a few steps and leap as high as I possibly can and then spread myself out to land on as many of them as I can, figuring that my body weight would just literally pummel them. All right, so you could, where, from where you are, um, you could probably land across three of them. That'll do. So give me, th- yeah, uh, give me three um, unarmed strike attacks. All right, cool. One, two, three. I hope that was three. An 11, an 18, and an 18. Yeah, great. So you you sort of like, just again, after the success of your previous um, sort of crushing, you leap up into the air um, and you just kind of like, so are you you literally just like starfishing and landing (laughs) face first into the ground? Yeah, I'm I'm with him here. But but you so you are like fully starfishing onto the ground, okay yeah. okay cool, um, yeah so you you manage to pop two like one of them gets splattered across your chest just like explodes its guts across your chest another one gets taken out by your right thigh uh, and the third one just kind of like is positioned in between your two open legs. Um, so you've killed you've killed two more well cross them off I'll cross them off I hope hope six taking count that's that's four without 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 drawing a spiders (laughs) yeah (laughs) just just spiders Um, but I will get you to roll uh, can you just roll me a d6 a d6 sure Uh, sack damage (laughs) (laughs) six Okay, so you take two HP of falling damage, just basically like hitting the ground and, and jolting yourself into the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you're, and you're also now prone. That's fine. Okay, cool. Baron, over to you. So Ooh, you've, got, okay. you've got kind of two that uh, next to you that, had, uh, that weren't killed by that poison spray before. Okay, but I've seen um, Loris's amazing wrestling techniques. <laughs> <laughs> now I... I fear for Loris's sack. <laughs> ice knife, ice knife. Ice knife. Oh, legs. do not attack me from behind with your ice knife. You don't know why. <laughs> do it, do it. You have, you have had amazing rolls tonight. You've had it amazing looks rolls. like it's going to just chomp down between your legs. It is eyeing up his good berries. <laughs> Nasty berries. All right, I'm going to do chill touch. Oh. <laughs> I've rolled five dice and four of them have been ones today. You've rolled you've rolled ice touch twice in my direction and failed both times. Yeah. Can you please give me a D one hundred? Oh please. Be nice. please be nice. <laughs> oh so you didn't even do a D one hundred. It's not even on a thing. Just on. roll one just roll one D hundred. One question, Baron. What did I ever do to you? <laughs> Is it a, a slash roll? One D one hundred. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Here we go. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Oh, 
it's, it's all right. I mean, it's it's not great, but it is still a crit fail. So you you kind of you eye up this spider, and mm-hmm. you, and you what do you do when you cast of intentions? What do you, yes. what do you normally do when you do chill touch? Is there a kind what, of a and you're about to freeze me, and I've got no idea that you're about to do it. Yeah. So do you normally is there a word spoken? Is there a, a hand gesture, or what are you normally doing? Uh, well, I don't know the the technicalities how it really is, but I. I imagine cool. that I just point my hand out like this, yeah, and then a spectral, ghostly, yeah, cool. ice hand extends from right. there. So you you are looking at the a spider. Piece. You've got the your spell book in your hand, and you put your hand out to cast it. But as you as you just um, envision that last little bit of the spell, you can just see a hint of Loris's junk just hanging out. <laughs> And you send that spectral ghost hand directly into his twig and berries, doing <laughs> doing three necrotic damage. Three necrotic damage. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, I'm just gonna yell out. Loris, you just feel an Loris, you just feel an instant sickness in the de- in the depths of your belly. Like you um, could just. Like yeah, like someone has just like fully just kicked you square in the nuts. You don't know what has happened. Um, Could have been anything. <laughs> Once again, it's it's cold, it's nasty, it's oh, really it's quite cold. sickening, and yeah. it's come from behind. <laughs> and clip it. That's that's our Baron. <laughs> I think this is just a one sided die. Baron, is there anything else you'd like to do? <laughs> no, just stop. Can I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, American. I've had the spider bite, to be fair. American, we're back with you. You've got, again, the same spiders that were there last time. All right, I'd like to try a different tack. Mm-hmm. And um, I fish in my pocket and actually take out a little good berry and I hold it in my hand. And I go, guys, I think we got off on the wrong foot. And I wave the good berry at them while uh, moving my staff from side to side. And I cast Animal Friendship at level two, which means I can target two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So the two closest spiders, I'm like, come on, come on. Okay. Uh, If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Well, I don't think their intelligence is even close to that let's have a look no it's not the duration of the spell is actually 24 hours um succeed on a wisdom saving throw all right so what's your you can affect one additional beast free slot okay cool what's your um yeah 12 i believe okay cool so as you do this you notice that these um two of the little spiders that are in front of you um, they they go from this kind of menacing sort of pacing closer and closer towards you with a little angry little look on their face. And they kind of just stop and they start kind of moving side to side with the good berry that you're, you're holding. Um, and they, they also sort of like almost relax a little bit. They're kind of more on their, if they had toes, they're more on their toes, I guess. And they're kind of looking a little happy and kind of jolly. And they, they just... Um, yeah, they just sort of like slowly come a little closer and it's almost like you can hear little purring sounds coming from them. Come to mama. So these these two um, are completely charmed. You have made friends uh, with these with these spiders. 
Can I get them to crawl up onto my shoulders and have like two friends on my shoulders? Yeah, so they they just crawl, <laughs> they they climb up your cloak and sit either side of your shoulders, but they're still eyeing up that good berry in your in your hand. All right, I'd like to uh, retreat from the attacking ones as far as I can with my new two best buds. All right, so these, so the, yeah, so it lasts what twenty four hours, uh, and it'll stop if one of your companion harms the target. So don't touch my babies. So what, where um, are you moving somewhere now? Are you? I'd just like to retreat back from the spiders that are still hostile. You can kind of get closer to the Baron, but you're still basically surrounded. If you were to run out of that group, you'd get opportunity of attack. Okay. So what would you like? Are you staying within that group? I'll stay within the group. Okay. Cool. And I shall end my turn. With two new pets. <laughs> For 24 hours. But For 24 hours, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I hope you know, they'll never love me. I have faith. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so it's the spider's turn. We've got – are we, we going to do what we did last time? We're just going to roll – we've started it that way. We're just going to keep going that way. Uh, they have rolled an 18. Oh! Uh, so does, does anyone have a higher AC than 18? If, All right. If, if your AC is 18 – does that mean you get hit? It means you get hit. Ugh. <laughs> you don't have 18. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering. I'm, I never. <laughs> don't, you have like, don't you have like six or something? Look at that. six. All right. So I take. I, what was that? Sorry, Gil? You might have a spell that boosts it. To oh, yeah, that's day. a good point. That is a good point. Um, all right. So I take it that means Loris, Murican, Baron, and Gil uh, have all been attacked by these spiders. Yes. Okay, yes. so each of you take one HP of um, uh, of damage. Can I also get a constitution saving throw from each of you? Ooh. Of course. I roll a 10. I roll a 19. Okay. I roll a 14. I roll a 1. There have been many ones today. So, Loris... Uh, Baron and Merican, uh, you each have just had that one HP of bite. They haven't managed to, um, uh, I was going to say impregnate, but that's, <laughs> Jesus, penetrate you. No, wait, that's even worse. They have managed to not uh, inject any of that's, their poison. That's grammatically correct. <laughs> I guess. Impregnate um, you with poison. Yeah. And penetrate you with their teeth. Um, but Gil, can we get a D100 from you, please? Of course. I love to roll. <laughs> I rolled in okay. ninety-four. Yeah, no, that's fine. So you take you take one uh, HP of poison damage. Yes. Um, unfortunately, with a crit one, you have taken on a poison a poisoned state, right? Do you know what that entails? No. Okay. Well, let's let's bring up some details. Um, I think it's the same as what happened with uh, the red brands and their drunken state. So condition poisoned. Uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Um, so this this poison state is going to last uh, basically a good twelve hours. Oh, thanks to this crit fail roll. Unless someone heals them, right? Unless someone, unless someone can heal. I think uh, it's uh, like a lesser restoration. Yeah, you suck the poison out. You can't just, you can't 
like your wounds. If someone uh, wants to roll to suck, I'm happy to <laughs> have that roll happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is it is Gil's turn, who's feeling a bit worse for wear right now. Um, you've got uh, you've got uh, a single spider in front of you. Uh, seeing Loros um, do so well with the with the spider stomping and the belly flop, um, I'm just going to try to stomp. Okay, this one unarmed hit roll, please. I rolled a twelve. A 12 is just enough. So you you launch yourself into the sky in a Loris fashion and come down with both feet sort of pinned together and you just crush this uh, this um, spider that had bit you and that had poisoned you uh, and it just pops and splats everywhere under your feet. Uh, Simple as best, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you think, all right, maybe Loris was onto something. Uh, I look over and see if I can catch Lotus's gaze. He's still face down with very... <laughs> right now <laughs> he's literally crying like whimpering like a baby <laughs> in that case i call out do as loros does <laughs> everyone's gonna like hold on to their nuts and drop to the ground <laughs> um all right sig it is your turn you've got um you've probably got the most around you at the moment you've got kind of uh two off to your left one right in front of you uh and one sort of near loris's head the other one, nice. not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the other head, not quite the bigger one. So, um, Sig has realized the situation is a little bit more dire than he expected. So, he sucks in a full breath full of lungs and kicks off action surge, oh. which doubles his attacks per round. And he uses the bottom of his hammer again to like jab, jab to try and take out two. Yeah, perfect. Um, separate spiders with one-handed warhammer impale attacky attacks. The first roll is a 21 to hit with five damage. The second roll, 18 to hit with four damage. And the end of your hammer just like skewers the first one. And then it's as you pull it back, it's, it remains on the end of your of the spike. And you bring it down into the other and lift it back up. And both of them are dead, legs kind of curled up, attached to the end of your hammer. Beautiful. That was a good move. Sig would like to also stand in a really martial arts type stance. Just to, <laughs> he's like, yeah. And just for the DM's benefit, <laughs> one could expect a reaction in this next round. Okay. All right. I'll expect a reaction, I guess. Um, it is Loris's turn. You are face down, tears in your eyes. Um, you, Loris really feeling quite quite sick um once again well he remember he, this this feels similar to the last time this happened when he was attacked in the back and he still has no idea why it's happening to him this has happened to him twice in the middle of battle <laughs> things have gotten cold and now they've gotten really cold and feel in a delicate spot so he's literally just curled up into the fetal position and is crying <laughs> holding on to his nuts and he's just like oh, oh, and that is it. He's, he's completely oblivious of spiders. He's just yeah. Can I get a just a, an unarmed attack from you? Sure. <clears throat> uh, hang on. Uh, uh, with a, with disadvantage. Oh, sorry. That's right. Um, roll, roll it'll one. come out now. Anyway, so that's a seventeen. I'll roll it again. 
Okay, cool. So 17 or an 18, so. Inadvertently, as you bring your these up to your sort of chest and sort of roll over, you just roll and crush one of the spider that was between your legs. Completely inadvertently, just adding to the gore that is that is covering you. Uh, and um, I'm literally just in the fetal position, yeah. kind of rocking myself. Um, and I'm going to give you a point of inspiration as well. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, Baron, back to you. There are a total of four spiders. You've still got sort of two next to you. Um, and you can see that there's a couple uh, in fr- like a, a bit further up ahead near Sig. Okay, is there still one between Loris's legs? No, that was the one that got crushed. <laughs> you should not be looking at that. Just kidding. I think I still see one. <laughs> I can very hairy. Nice. Stop trying to help me, please. Stop trying to help me. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, if there's one that's like 10 feet away from me, I'm going to do um, the, the uh, icy hand thing. Chill touch. They're, oh, no. they're, they're probably within five feet of you. Uh, Is that okay. okay or not? Poison spray. Poison spray. Um, and that's a DC 13 uh, con save for them. All right. Cool. Uh, they didn't roll enough. They... Um, get covered in this your poison spray and then the same uh same action as what happened to the previous one that got covered it kind they kind of just their legs uh fold up underneath them they drop to the ground and both let out just a little (laughs) (laughs) american are you letting your two pets see what's going on Shh, babies, don't look. <laughs> and they just leave that, that little purr near your ears. Um, American, it's your turn. So you've got... You've got a couple of spiders on your shoulders. Uh, you also see a couple of spiders just in front of Sig. Um, and you're looking around and that's all you can see now uh, in mm. regards to the number of spiders. I mean, I could try and cast it again and have four spider buddies. <laughs> you totally could. But... I'm going to draw the line at two spider buddies. I only have two shoulders, so. Okay. Um, all right. Again, I'm just going to try and, like, cover cover them. If, uh, just try and say, don't look, don't look. No, nothing's happening. <laughs> and I cast the cantrip Thorn Whip in the direction oh. of the spider. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's cool. So, 21. I was going to say that it's basically in three quarters cover thanks to having Sig stand in the way. Oh. But even with that, you just magically whip that f- the um, sort of thorn whip around Sig, and it just lets out this massive crack sound as it just like splinters one of these spiders into a, a million pieces. And Sig, all you see is this this thorny sort of vine come from around you and just splat one of the ones that you were eyeing up. Uh, you know, you've seen this move before. You know who did this. Um, and that leaves one one spider sitting in front of Sig. It is that spider's turn. Um, so he's rolled. I, I, I don't know if I should put a pause anytime I roll something now before I say what it is. It's rolled a nine, uh, which is a miss, obviously. It sort of leaps up to bite you, Sig. Um, and it kind of like, yeah, it just it hits into part of your sort of uh, your greaves, I guess, and just bounces off. Uh, and, oh, here we go. So as he does that attack, Sig swings his hammer across midair with his riposte move. 
which essentially means I get a free attack if he misses me and I can roll damage onto it. If roll I hit. to hit. And I roll a 15. Yeah. So what part of your hammer are you hitting this one with? This is with the, the heavy end. All right. Yeah. So as it leaps at you, it just meets the a swipe from your hammer and it just like on impact splats out and covers the edge end of your hammer and a little bit of your armor, a little bit of your face with a bit of spider goop. Um, and all spiders are gone minus the ones uh, on American's shoulder. Well and done. And the clock is ticking on those two. Yeah, so <laughs> they, for the next 24 hours, are basically under American's spell here. Um, they belong. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Look at my two new buddies. Aren't they cute? Oh. <laughs> Look at them. And I just put my arms out and let them crawl up and down my arms. And I'm just like, oh, so cute. As you do so, you see Sig removing a dagger from his sheath. And then I bend down to Billy Goblin. Oh. Take off his thumb. All right. So Billy Goblin is now lying there with a a fingerless Stop. hand um, and a, a normal hand. Uh, and his chest is, like I said, it's wide open. You can see right inside him. And from you, what you can see is he's, there's, everything just seems blackened in there. Um, it's Wait a open. Hmm? Does that mean yeah. my little friends are Billy Juniors? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Just remember where they come from. I guess is uh, <laughs> is my hint there. Um, all right. So yeah. So the the battle's over. You've you've taken care of Billy Goblin once more, and what spewed forth from his chest. Um, American, you've got a couple on your shoulders, and it, like I said, I think it's about two p.m. at this point. Um, for your travel, you'd probably get to the old owl well by about eight, eight o'clock. If you were to just continue traveling from here, I'm probably walking at half pace right now. Oh, before, before that starts, I want to rush over to Loris while he's still on the ground and, uh, uh, see if he's okay. And I'm going to profusely apologize for what had happened. Uh, why are you apologizing? <laughs> It's similar to something that happened before, but why are you apologizing? No, no, I, I tried to attack the spider between your legs and I seem to have missed. Um, something threw me off. <laughs> my aim. <laughs> so please accept my apologies. Wait, this feels similar to the battle in the, the catacombs. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, okay. Really? <laughs> I, I, I may be big and stupid looking. What I, what I want to get there, I want to get a deception roll from the Baron. I want to get a <laughs> perception check from Loris. Oh, All right. Deception roll. <laughs> An eight. It is a net 20. It is... <laughs> obscenely obvious to Loris that you know what he's talking about. It would be obvious anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my nuts are feeling the same as my back did. Surprising. <laughs> yeah, remarkably similar. My um, nuts feel like my back. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to react, my but I'm going to back this. I'm back. just going to remember this, this for, for later on. Loris isn't going to lash out right now because he's, cuffing himself and he's feeling very, very, very <laughs> similar. Mm. Um, 
So I'm just going to. Well, I do want you to uh, realize this is an apology. So mm. Very sorry. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> I'm neither accepting nor 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 destroying. I'm just going yeah. <laughs> to. To be honest, yeah, I think I'm going to roll a cigarette and continue. <laughs> is, it, is everyone okay, Gil? I'm fine. Well, you're, you're fine. a little poisoned. You're poisoned for twelve hours. <laughs> uh, how much? How much does Gil know about being poisoned, though? You know that you're 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 feeling ill. You are feeling yeah. ill from this. It's causing I, your attacks to miss uh, or be like at at disadvantage. So you're you're not feeling as strong with your attacks. Um, in general, you're feeling kind of sweaty and a little hot. I feel like I might have a flu coming on, but. I've had flus before. Did mm. you get bitten? Uh, yes. Well, then it may not be a flu. Oh. May I see the bite? Uh, yes, of course. And I, I put out wherever they put me. You Shoulder? Can you can choose. Yeah, you can choose. I like roll well, down. Uh, carry on. Roll down my thing and say, yeah. Yeah, and you, in American, you see two puncture holes. Um, and they're just incredibly red uh, and, lo- and looking to a little infected. Would I be able to use my herbalism kit? Yeah, give us um, give us a medicine I, check. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I have the herbalism kit as a thing I can. Oh yeah, cool. Throw. All right, that's cool. I've rolled a thirteen. Fifteen. 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 Thirteen. It's showing 15, but okay. <laughs> sorry, 15. Sorry, that was the hover thingy. I oh, have proficient. Right. Okay, cool. I don't know where I got that number. I don't know where you got that number either. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. Um, yeah, so with a 15, it's a pretty good roll. Like, you sort of take the next um, 10, 20 minutes seeing to Gil, uh, looking over him, getting back into your herbalism kit, mixing up a few things, and sort of like covering that the the bite marks maybe squeezing a little bit of the infection out trying to get a, a good look at the wound covering it up and you sort of let, lift leave a bandage over the, that and um you sort of let him know that uh he'll be feeling better in maybe an hour or two yeah so um Mirican has successfully sort of uh decreased the amount of time you'll be poisoned to, Thank you, man. to the next two hours i owe you i owe you many You've helped me many times. Um, what I am going to do, not, not start initiative, I'm not going to do that. Before we depart, Sig would like to call the Baron over to help him investigate Billy's corpse. Uh, yes, I'd be glad to. This seems an ill-portent, but we should leave him here. What is up with this Billy? <laughs> didn't we, didn't we burn him one? For that? Burning him? <laughs> you've, done, you've done a lot to this poor goblin. Poor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If he didn't come back, he'd be fine. <clears throat> he didn't, we didn't plant spiders in him. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. He hey, he was just he was just keeping to himself on the side of the path this time. Yeah, uh, he was warning us, which was strange. Mm. Normally he'd be like, come get some of these fucking spiders. So what we can do, we can sort of head uh, towards the old owl. Is there, is there anything you guys want to do before oh. you head off? I was checking out um, Billy. Oh, right. Yeah, what do I roll to try and find out what causes this Billiness? Give me an <laughs> arcane, arcana check, I reckon. Okay. 
Is it a one? No, it's a 22. Okay, well, um, this is where I have to kind of like really figure out what's happening with Billy quickly. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you, you take a good look over him. It's, you, you, I'm going to say maybe half an hour. You take a half hour um, to look over the ins and outs of what's going on there. You've noticed the sort of the, the rotten insides inside his chest cavity. You've noticed that parts of his limbs look like they're barely holding on. And in fact, um, there are parts that uh, are held in place, but there seems to be a gap within them. Um, there's something very mystical happening here. You know it's the work of a necromancer, but you have no idea what kind of spell or what concoction of spells could bring something like this to, to life. It'd just be on my, yeah. my knowledge point. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're only a level three wizard. Um, there is, there's going to be plenty of stuff that is beyond your knowledge right now. Um, cool. Anything else before we head off? It does oh. seem cruel, whoever is exper experimenting on this poor goblin. I think he's, he's seen enough deaths. Mm. Sigil voices disagreement at Mirakin that a goblin can never die enough. <laughs> and with that, he will take his dagger and jab it into his eye and pop it out and put it in his pouch. Oh, so he's wow. missing an eye and five finger, four fingers and a thumb. Poor, poor Billy Goblin. Okay, that's cool. You just kind of it's like the problem is, is you've popped the eye, you've punctured the eye with the um, the dagger. So when you go to like drop it into the pocket, you just kind of squeeze it like a grape into the pocket, <laughs> and then just kind of flick the eyeball skin into the pocket with it. <laughs> eyeball skin. Uh, Sorry, I'd like to make sure that we don't leave anything on Billy. Okay, cool. We'll. Uh... Have a little roll here. Um, There's been a lot of magic on him before. Yeah, again, it's just another another health potion. You've just found he seems to be storing health potions like a maniac, this thing. <laughs> whether whether he's remembering to... Maybe he's been sent out with them to use, or uh, who knows. But he's uh, you know he hasn't had a chance to use it yet, and so you pocket that. There's a powerful restoration wizard working with this necromancer. Every every day potions. Mm. Sig will take the potion and throw it towards Loris. Looks like you need it, Mr. Loris. Rub that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can apply this this potion wherever you need to apply it. Uh, Loris is, li is literally just going to pour it down the front of his of his. It's like a soothing balm. Yeah. You see, uh, all of those, all those annoying rashes and stuff that you've been having just can just instantly, instantly oh, disappear. <laughs> you've, you've never felt healthier down there. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So you guys um, sort of continue off on this, um, this, this path towards the old L well. Um, and like I said, so it's about eight o'clock as you as you near. And um, American, is there anything? So this is going to be a passing of like six hours. So these mm. these, these little spiders on your on your shoulder. Um, by the time you're nearing 
uh, your, your destination. It's, you know, there's only 18 hours left. Is there anything you want to be doing with them during this travel? Well, I must say I've, I've never used animal friendship before, so this is all new to me. And I've really got no insight into the mind of a spider or if indeed they have one. So I'm curious and I'd like to try casting Speak with Animals and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what do we do here? You gain the ability to come uh, – do I have to roll – is there any sort of roll or you just can instantly – I just, I, I, for 10 minutes, I gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts. All right. So um, I don't have a, a little, I might just have to go, go I was going to say go blackface, but that means this. Okay. It doesn't mean okay. I'm going to put on blackface. Good. Jesus, guys. Thank you. Okay. So I'm just going to make the screen go black. Uh, so what, what, what are you wanting to say to spider one or spider two? Because I'm assuming you can only talk well, to. I, I can talk to both. Okay. Like what, what are you wanting it's to just... say? I can just speak with any animals at the moment, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, how's it going? What's it like being a spider? Bitey. Bitey. <laughs> Bite. Bite and eat. <laughs> bitey. Bitey, bitey berries. <laughs> and these, these spiders are still kind of like looking for the, for the good berry that you were holding before. Mm, I'll just feed it some crumbs. I don't want to give it the, the good berry. That's mine. <laughs> Are you going to feed it crumbs? I'll feed them a few crumbs. crumbs. Just a, a, a spider. Have some crumbs. Spider crumbs. Bite, bitey, bitey berry. Bitey berry. And they are clearly rejecting just cr- – they don't eat crumbs. They, like, eat humans. They eat, like – they're, like – uh, they don't want just crumbs. If they're well, tarantula size, they're probably eating birds. Yeah. They're, they're, they're charmed by me, so yeah. I, I know they won't attack me. But they would be the, the cutest spiders. Pardon? Uh, they'll be the cutest spiders if they're eating like little cake crumbs or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> really adorable. You can see one on your um, shoulder, sort of like look over towards Loris and says, "Bitey." Bitey tall, bitey tall. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) just does not speak. (laughs) Give me ten minutes, and I could. (laughs) I get the feeling this conversation isn't going to go anywhere. I don't know. I just have the suspicion. Depends what you've got to. What you're wanting to. Have you got a goal for what you want to get out of these spiders? What are you wanting to get out of them? I just, I've never spoken with a spider before. Sure. Just um, know that they, they don't, they don't know or understand English. They probably aren't. They're not overly intelligent. They're not going to have like the same sort of vocabulary that you might expect out of a, a human, right? So, you, depending on, figure out what you want to ask it, what you want to get out of it, and try and find mm-hmm. a um, something that you something that might help, I guess. <laughs> so, listen, guys, I'm, I'm talking with spiders. Is anyone? <laughs> Did I got anything? Ask me about Billy. <laughs> yes, tell me about your dad. <laughs> <laughs> like Freud. Yeah. What's your dad like? Jesus. <laughs> um, so Mirican is just straight up asking spiders, tell me about your dad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Sparkling um, 101. Tell yeah. me about your farm. Um, it just, it, it's, 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 mighty, uh, dark, uh, don't know. <laughs> You're using a concept I don't think sp- the spider <laughs> understands. Mm. <sighs> no, I, I think these spiders have uh, outlived their usefulness. I mean, they're not attacking me. So I'd like to ask them to uh, go back home and leave us be. Okay. Um, uh, and they go, oh, home. This, this home. And they kind of crawl into your hair. <laughs> Is that cute? And you can just hear, and you can just, and you can just hear them repeating, home, home, home. <laughs> well, that, that's discomforting. <laughs> can I get, uh, what's a good role for this one? There's an animal handling animal role. Handling. Can you give me animal handling with advantage? Oops, I didn't roll it with advantage. Oh, that's Hang all right. That's... Rolled twice. Okay, I mean, that's... What have I rolled? I've rolled a 22 <laughs> and a 21. Oh! All right, yeah. So with a 22, um, you've you've basically... You're getting, you're getting the feeling that the, um, the way you've been talking with them, the way that they've been communicating back to you, that they've kind of found their home with you now. They've almost aligned themselves with you. Unless, oh. unless something was to happen specifically to these spiders, they're probably going to be okay and on your side. Oh, wow. Spider pets. Awesome. Oh, so you have, ob- you have obtained two spider pets. Spider pets, yeah. <laughs> the the alarm's right. gone off. The alarm's can, gone off for I someone. <laughs> spider spider pets. <laughs> There's the spider alarm, everybody. <laughs> I, I sense their friendliness and I reach into my hair and, and give them some little pets. Oh, yeah, cool. And, uh, just, I just want to let everybody know. I, I think these are my buddies now. And they feel bristly. They're quite bristly under your under your your touch. But they do just they sort of sit there, just frozen in your hair while while you <laughs> give them a little pet. Um, okay. So anything else before we move into the old owl? Well? No. All right. Oh, so, I know. Oh. I actually do. I just remembered. I actually grabbed some coney berries last time, and they can have those. Oh, of course. Yeah, berries from coney berry. <laughs> so you just sort of place them, place them in your hair, and you can just hear them go, <laughs> just right, right in your ear. I needed like an ASMR microphone for that. I could have like, yeah. Uh, Gil, uh, just I picked up my dagger before we left. Oh, okay. Yeah, good point. Good point. Very, very good. Um, okay, so as you crest a, a low ridge on the path, you spy the crumbling ruins of an old watchtower um, standing uh, amid the rugged hills. The place is so old that the walls are only mounds of rubble enclosing a courtyard of sorts, adjacent to the broken stump of an old tower. Um, so I'm just going to bring you guys... So. What I want to say is, as you near this, this, these ruins, you can kind of make your way um, around uh, multiple ways towards this ruins. You can either just uh, head up from the south directly up to it. There's another sort of path leading up to the west side of, this, um, of these ruins. Uh, and uh, There's a clearing that would enable you to walk up through to the east side, or you could loop right around and come in from the north. Is there any specific way that you would like to approach this. Sig. Sig would like to use his knowledge of towns and battlements and see which would be the tactically sound approach. 
That is an interesting one because it's basically it was just an old tower built next to or over the top of this well, and that has been that has just been broken due to age and and uh, misuse, and and it just hasn't been used in a very very long time. Um, so I think when it comes to a well, you'd see the 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 main path up is probably not going to be um, the most tactical if you were expecting something like most people would follow the path up. Uh, you have heard stories of people taking this path. Uh, and being chased off by the undead. So um, whether you want to stick to the two sort of main paths on the east and the south, or if you want to go into the clearing and up on the east or north. Does Sig perceive any creatures nearby? Give us a uh, perception check from where you go, where you are. But this is You're sort of at the bottom of this, um, this ridge at the moment. You're sort of seeing up the ridge. Um, and from 21. From your point, you can just see just... Uh, just some of the ruins. You're too, you're too far to really pick out anything more. Sig advises the group that we can proceed straight ahead. Is there a specific formation you guys are taking heading up this hill? Sig will lead. Cool. Uh, Loris will be just, just behind, still feeling a little poorly. Sig will be upwind of Loris. <laughs> <laughs> I would advise that to everybody. So who's uh, who's either next to or behind Sig? I'll be behind Sig. Okay, with your little spider buddies. Mm. And then me. To the side of American Baron? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Cool. Gil and Loris at the back? Yeah, I want to keep an eye on Baron. Okay, you're right behind Baron as you head up this, up this ridge. Um, all right, so let's move you guys... Let's move you guys on. I assume we're all on high alert, yeah? Oops, I just realized I put you guys on the highest of alerts. So I'll just. I just need to copy your tokens, put them onto the right map. Whoa! Um, If that's going to (laughs) load. Come on and load. Have you guys got a map up at the moment? It's a bit of a dark map because it is is nighttime. Yeah, I've got some movement too. It's great. Just pasting your tokens. So I've just got your tokens. Oh, yeah, right. They're and uh, it is eight o'clock at night. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or? So it's 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 eight o'clock. Um, what I will say is, when you get to this point, can I so can I just get a um, actually is it a perception check that I want out of you guys? Um, sorry, I just needed to check something. <clears throat> oh yeah, so. Who you guys have all got um, passive perception of like ten or higher, right? Are you guys all over ten? Twelve. Mine is ten. Okay, great. Americans so, fourteen. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> have a minus to have under ten. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, so what you all notice as you reach the top of this crest um, is just the smell of like a deathly odor coming from kind of this this pit uh, in front of you. It looks like this, what was in front of you is like the lower floor of this, or what used to be this tower built above a well. Um, but you can't really see into it right now from where you currently are. Um, but there is just that that rich kind of odor of decay. Mm, it seems Duran was right. I smell undead smells. We must proceed with caution. Do we have torches lit? Yes. Sure, I've got a torch somewhere around me. We'll assume we'll assume that Sig is holding a torch because you've been traveling in the dark for a wee while now. So Sig has got a, a torch in front of him. 
<laughs> a Corona light, I believe it is. <laughs> Molotov cocktail. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what would you guys like to do? You can hear you can hear cicadas off in the distance. The moon is quite high in the sky tonight, and it's casting some shadows from some of the pillars that you see, but not enough light to fill the hole in front of you. You do see off yeah. to the left of this whole American, especially because because you can see so well in the dark. Um, Gil, you're not too you're not far ahead enough to see this, but you can see that there are steps on the west side of this hole going down into the darkness. Mm, I see. I would suggest we proceed with caution. We know mm. that this area has been told that people are attacked, so let's um, keep our eyes <laughs> ready, and Sig will take cautious steps forwards. As you near that edge, I, I also notice, I've been listening to the podcast heaps and, and just catching up on just how we do. And I say as you a lot. So I'm just going to say. <laughs> while you. While you walk forward. Um, you can, I don't you can, like it. You can see inside um, this pit and you just see some shambling un, <gasps> undead just kind of moving around. Um, oh, yeah. In this oh, area, no. you can see. I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Shannon. Right. Can I lift up my glass staff and cast uh, mage armor? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you need to do to do that? Do you have to. It has a ten charges and that uses one charge. Okay, cool. And uh, gives me a bit of extra AC. Yeah, perfect. So it's not just twelve anymore. Okay, cool. Uh, and these things are just kind of like shambling around aimlessly. Um down on this pit. Sig wonders if the whole party can see these shambling it's, undead. It's just you at the moment. You've moved close enough to see this. Sig turns um. to the party. Twelve enemies ahead. Are we ready to fight? I'll move I'll... forward and have a look too. Okay, <clears throat> so you, you move forward as well and what you notice is a little bit of light coming in from um, a small entranceway uh, on the right-hand side of that that sort of in, uh, shallow area, that deep, deep area. I guess it stairs go down to this area. You can see what used to be a well kind of in the middle there uh, and just a little, little soft glow of light coming in from a small t um, doorway on the right. Mm. And what do these, these undead shambling creatures look like? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh how do I? Uh, here we go. They look like this. Whoa. Whoa! Ugly. All right. So they are very much zombies. Uh, I say I said this, which is a really really <laughs> bad way to describe it for the podcasters. They. <laughs> I got to. I got to just imagine this. Um, so they've got, uh, from what you can see, they've got sort of glowing yellow eyes. Um, missing hair and patches on their and skin in some patches of their of their what you can see of their uh, body that is um, not covered. Their clothes are torn, um, and some of them are missing ears and and uh, um, parts of their face as well. Oh, disgusting! Mm. Brian, Brian, come look at this. Everyone, be quiet. Uh, Brian, have you ever seen such a thing as a necromancer? I Do you know what you are? You're beckoning. And I looked at what you're pointing at. Um, have I... 
I've probably read about this sort of thing, but I've never, you know, I've lived a, quite a sheltered book book life. Mm. And uh, does this ring any bells from my readings? Give us a give us a history check. Also, Loris, you've been given um, an inspiration point, so you've got two inspiration points right now. Oh yeah! Thanks to random origins. And one of one. <laughs> I thought you could already have one at once. Oh, that's a, that's a good point, but that's that's when we're not talking about gifted ones from from. Uh, viewers. So, I mean, from the I'm internet. The, this is an internet oh. given. Someone's paid for that. I'm no. not going to go, thanks oh, for your money. My inspiration. Um, Beyond bardic inspiration is yeah, so money inspiration. Unfortunately, with, with a roll of one, somehow the most common undead that that most most people have heard about, even outside uh, of studies um, in, in the world of Faerun, like the, everyone, everyone but you seems to know what this is could be anything you're not even certain if they're undead they look fine to me <laughs> and it well to be fair it is dark you don't have dark vision you can't see as I, well as true brian brian they're not fine they're not fine at all it looks like some kind of silent disco <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that is brian but that's ridiculous Sig returns to the group and suggests a battle plan. Everyone gather round, talk. Sig talks in a lowered voice, even more garglier as if he hadn't had ice cream that night. <laughs> <laughs> Seems there's approach to the west with stairs. And on the eastern side, there's a sheer face which we could stand upon and use ranged attacks. I know between us all we have bows and arrows and whatnot. So perhaps we could take them out, as many as we can, for ranged attacks until they met us in melee, and then we could kill them all. What say you all? Indeed, you're wise. I also have a spell that could be helpful for binding them. It's called Spike Growth. I've um, not used it before. I'm going to be very DM-ish right now and ask everyone to give me a stealth roll. Ooh. Oh, dear. I'm really good at these. She says she trips over. <laughs> Sig roll 17. I rolled a 24. I rolled a 13. As I said, I'm very good at these and have rolled a 7. <laughs> <laughs> so Sig has uh, sort of relayed the tactics that he thinks um, you guys should sort of move forward with. Gil mouths something and no one can hear him. He's so silent. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Joe, sorry, American, however, responds to Sig slightly louder than she intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's actually. I'm excited about my new spell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but unfortunately, like, as, as you respond, you can just hear like a. <gasps> Um, from behind, <laughs> from behind you, and and you, you turn to see some of these zombies making their way up the steps. Ooh. Mr. Loris, follow me, and I'm just gonna Wait. rage on. <laughs> I'm gonna rage on and charge, just charge him with my axe over my head. Seems like a good way to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we'll do if uh, so if Loris is looking to attack I think we're going to have to um, go into uh, initiative 
at all 13.14. I rolled a 16.13. I've rolled a 22. Oh, someone's keen to get into battle. <laughs> to get I, have twin. <laughs> <laughs> I have a spell. I have a spell I cast. All right. Sig so rolled 21.14. Oh, you didn't. And the Baron rolled a 19. Oh, you didn't click your token, did you? Did you? Oh, reach? oops. Um, Every fucking time. There's always <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, we'll just give you, chuck you in there and give you a, what was it? 21. <clears throat> Indeed. Okay. Okay. Um, Mirican, we'll start with you. So you've heard the the shamblings of these zombies, and you've you've turned around to see them starting to make their way, um, yeah, up up the stairs, uh, and you can just hear. Brains. Oh, bring them on! The classic zombie move, right there. <laughs> You're not going to go near Loras. <laughs> Smells <laughs> 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 like one of them. If you totally like, you know, if you've seen The Walking Dead, where they literally cover themselves in zombie goo and walk through the zombies, mm. this is what Loris smells like right now. <laughs> That's true. He, they think that he's one of them, mm. so he gets advantage, obviously. Also, <laughs> <laughs> critting. So, All right. so do you guys get near them? Uh, I'm American. American. You first. All right. I'm ready. I was just talking about this. Watch this, guys. All right, so I uh, start waving my druidic staff and cast Spike Growth, which is a new cool level two spell that I have yet to try out. So I get to choose a point within 150 feet, and I start horrible twisting hard spikes and thorns growing up from underneath those zombies, and I choose to do it. I can see the closest area where they're going to come through, and I can catch four of those in that so do you just want to um click on the map where you want to hold like the mouse button down just to ping the map so i can see where you're aiming it i'm gonna try did i do the thing i did hang on can everyone i can see yeah i can see yeah okay cool so that's a 20 foot radius yeah cool sprout spikes and thorns which becomes difficult terrain for the duration so any creature that moves into or within the area takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Okay, nice. It would be much bigger than that if it's 20-foot radius. 20-foot radius, yeah. You've oh, done radius. Like, yeah. I don't know my geometry. This is massive. <laughs> it is. I'm more powerful than I ever thought possible, so I get four times what I thought I did. Yeah, I'll just uh, – Incredible. Okay, cool. That's guys, a... Okay, wow, guys. Enormous. Guys. Be careful! I've laid down invisible. <laughs> I've laid down invisible thorns underneath them. Do not run into the spikes. Um, as you as you do that, Joe, um, you you hear some movement from where that soft light is um, coming out, and you and and a uh, can I select this guy? Um, someone comes running out of where that light is because he can hear the moans and groans of the. Um, of these zombies, and he says, uh, oh, "Oh, what's the meaning of this? Say, what's the, what's going on? What's happening? What's it going? What's going on?" And he just comes out, and he's running out, and, and sort of takes a look around. Um, 
He's a short, he's sort of like a short red-robed figure with like sunken skin. He's got a shaved scalp and he's got this black t- tattoo on his forehead. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, he's just sort of shouted out, what's happening, what's going, what's, what's happening? And he's human? He's just a, he's a human, um, yeah, he's a human. It's just his front yard, isn't it? <laughs> can I do a at the moment or do I have to wait? Uh, no, you can do that. Is that <clears throat> sea north that we meant, we heard from uh, Agatha? How many necromancers can there be? <laughs> <laughs> we know so far. It could be. Uh, we, know he's a, we don't know he's a necromancer. He's just an ugly little man, as far as I can tell. True, and these are just normal people. <laughs> yeah, you're having a good night if you're telling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, American, did you want to use a bonus action to call back to him, or what are you wanting to do? Uh, oh goodness, I didn't think of that. Um, I'll stay silent and just watch. Okay, cool. I'll, just, I'll keep my eye on him. Okay, great. Um, I'm just going to add him into the initiative as well. Um, but we'll move on to uh, Sig's turn. Sig perceives the distances in front of him and then moves towards the pit in the plan that he had originally suggested but can't find the clicky thing. That's great. Hold on. <laughs> All right. There's the clicky thing. Nope. Okay. Shit. <laughs> um, also, I, I drew a tiny rectangle by mistake and don't know how to delete it. I can so. get rid of that. Don't worry about that. Sig is at this green circle because he can't figure out how to move himself. And oh. then he readies his short bow and aims it at the closest undead and looses an arrow. Oops. Uh, yeah, cool. So can you roll to hit, please? Sig rolls an 18. Uh, okay, cool. So that arrow goes soaring through and, and lands... Uh, and, and did you say the closest one, or...? Agreed, this guy. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, if you want to be able to move things around, you've got to click on the little pointer arrow instead of the drawing tool, and that should... That seems sensible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, cool. So that hits uh, directly into the zombie. Um, doing four damage. As a bonus action, Sig would like to call out to the newcomer. Flee before you are rendered by these undead fiends. Okay. To which he, he, looks, he looks up at you and sees the zombie having just been attacked. And he's like, oh, Get out of there, you mongrels! Give up! Hey, get back here! Come on, hey, get back, mongrels. And um, you can see that he's kind of like looking at like almost shepherding these zombies. And he calls up, don't worry, guys, don't worry. I'll get these uh, I'll get these guys away from you. They're, don't worry about them. They're just keeping me protected. Uh, get out of there, you little mongrels. Come on, get back, get back. And uh, he's kind of like almost hurting them. And, and you can see some of these uh, zombies Uh-oh. kind of like making their ways just off into the corners of the rooms. And... Each, um, each, this one walks into this thing and moves like a good 20 feet. They all just are kind of like moving back towards just taking epic amount of damage. Each, each one moving back towards this, yeah. this guy. Um, they take 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet they travel. 2d4, Jesus. That's a lot of dice. That is a um, All right. So I rolled. totally trapped them. Yeah, so they're each going to roll 8d4, I guess. This is a little awkward 
I didn't know um, they were his friends. So they're going to roll 8d4 damage each. They each take 21 damage. Nice. Um, so that's just... So I don't know if I can like adjust all of these manually. Um, I'm going to have to do it all one by one. But these zombies are not looking good. Um, the ones that were caught in this, in these vines. Um, uh, and, and the guy sort of looks at his zombies as they're sort of tearing more flesh off themselves as they're sort of wading slowly through these invisible vines. Uh, and he's, he says to them, Hey, stop! Hey, stop there, guys! Stop! Stop! Oh, you filthy mongrel, stop! Uh, and they all sort of just like... And they sort of freeze freeze in place. Um, and he's, he sort of looks up at you, American, and says... You couldn't, uh, you couldn't get rid of those. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're responsible for this. It's not me that's doing this, but if you know what's happening up there, oh, I'd like if uh, I'd like to be able to get to the end of this with these little, little protecting little guys still on my side. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he could probably tell it. It is me by my glowing staff. True, true. <laughs> and you're just hearing from the, uh, from the some of the zombies. Oh, gee. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk forward and peer down into the well so I can see the situation better um, and I'll call back down um, uh, this is a little awkward I didn't realise what are you doing with undead protecting you this seems strange what, uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah, he, he he looks back up uh, and says, uh, well, never you mind. Uh, I'm just here doing my business. These little mongrels are here just to help me out. Uh, just keep me safe while I'm, while I, while I do my business. <laughs> do my business. What brings you guys out here anyway? Hey, you little mongrel, stop! Hey, hey, hey! And he just sort of like points off to one uh, zombie that's kind of like getting closer to him, like it's almost going to like nibble on him for a bit. I'm happy to stop the spell once we ascertain these and yourself are not a threat to us. Uh, and he's just kind of like batting off the the one of the zombies. Hey, hey! Get out of get out of here! Um, and it sort of shambles back off into the, one of the corners. Um, and, and he says, uh, they don't look like much, uh, problem, do they? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty certain we could have taken care of you guys by now if that was the plan, but, uh, hey, you little mongrels, get out of there! And there's a couple of them have started moving and they just sort of fall through out of these vines, dead onto the ground. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, he, Oops. Yeah, he's like. Ah, uh, not your fault. Uh, it's going to take me uh, weeks to get a few more of these guys. I'd like to beckon the other party members forward so they can join in this very strange discussion. <laughs> yes. Do we want to stop initiative or uh, are we going to move through turns here? Mm. I'm going to call out because I'm next in the initiative. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we'll move on to we'll move on to Baron. Because I don't know what other people want to do, but. <clears throat> I just uh, want to yell at, uh, yell at, I use uh, Sea North. Uh, sea North? Uh, no, 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 I'm Heyman. Uh, and who Heyman. might, and who might you guys be? 
Uh, uh, my name's Byron, Brian Byron, and um, we have Sig here, Loras, American, um, Gil, and we're all... Uh, Don't you get out of there! Gay, hey, stop it, Roy, stop! And another one just kind of moves forward and crumples into the, into the vines uh, and dies. Uh, he's like... Is there, a, is there a is there a oh come on mate <laughs> yeah filthy bugger eh? I like I haven't heard that most of my life look <laughs> I'm losing some serious uh, assets here if you I don't know if you guys can get rid of whatever you've done but I'm like that's that's like a quarter of my guys um yeah uh, <clears throat> sorry we've just come here because we have heard that. People have been attacked by undead. Yeah, my bad. Um, look, sometimes I'm not around when these filthy little mongrels get out and do their things. I do my best to try and stop any danger, but sometimes people are here to stop me from doing what I'm trying to do. Um, and we'll move on to Loris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so how high is that? How, how deep is the... Like, it's, it's a 20-foot drop into this, into this area. So the stairs go down 20 feet. Hmm. So if I leapt into there, there'd be some falling damage taken. Two d six, unless you do like very, very well on a, on an athletics check. I'm good at athletics. You don't have to so convince uh, me. You have to convince the dice. <laughs> I'm, convincing <laughs> oh, I'm just convincing myself. So pretty much, I'd I'd rage as soon as I saw these things, and I was li- literally about to charge on it and destroy them. So I'm not listening to any of this shit. I'm basically bristling, ready to launch into this. Um. So seeing, well, hearing, I guess, a couple of these things fall down, um, I am basically just going to charge to to the edge of the pit um, and as gracefully as a, as a large Goliath can do, I'll probably end up barging past Baron a little bit here. Um, I'm going to leap from where I'm standing to in front of this guy here and come down on him with all the force I can with my axe and just literally... Um, let's see how much you've moved. You've already moved 30 foot to the edge of this. Sure? Well, you, you were right at the back. You were right at the back of the group. I'd moved a couple of times to, to uh, okay. kill also when, when thingy had. So I reckon it was about 20, 25. It was, it was about maybe, 20 feet. All right. Maybe about 20. So you'd be able to leap 10 feet from where you are. So we'd say, yeah, yeah okay. So if you could land right in, right next to this zombie if, if you so want. That's my plan. Okay. Um, give me an athletics check, and we'll see how how well you jump down. Apparently, I'm remembering you can't see in the dark, so we're going to do it with disadvantage. Oh, okay, that's fine. <clears throat> Not mine. Um, athletics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. <laughs> oh. Oh, I've used your inspiration. <laughs> I could have worked as well. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Um, so you, you leap off the edge of this, um, and sort of like hit the ground full force. There's no, there's no dampening. You just kind of like hit the ground, um, and fall prone onto the ground. Um, and you get two D six worth of damage. So I'm just going to roll that. So you take seven damage, seven falling damage. And, And you've ended, you've ended prone, um, on the ground in front of, of, or next to this zombie. Um, and this zombie sort of looks at you and just goes, 
Ouchie. All right. So it is, um, it's Heyman's turn. Um, and he's, he's sort of like looking down at Loris and he, and he's like, look, I, I don't want any trouble. Like I've already killed like a few, I, I say me, I put my, I blame myself for the actions of my herd. But look, if, um, if you guys are going to, if you guys are here to threaten what I'm trying to do here, look, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to do much. I'm just trying to get some answers. Uh, but I, if you guys really want to put up a fight, I, I just want you to know, I, I quite frankly am sick of these little buggers of killing people. And I just, oh, I'm, I really mean you guys no harm. Hey, get out of there, you little, oh, no, not another one. Ah, oh, and another one just kind of like moves forward and slumps down onto the ground, um, dead. Um, and he sort of, he says, Oh, man, it's going to take me so long to replenish these guys. Um, and he moves on. So it's now the zombies' turn. <laughs> um, three of them are just kind of like stood in place within these vines. They're kind of just like, again, just, ouchie. Um, as they've been scratched up by something they can't even see. They're not, they're not smart enough to comprehend it. Some of the others in the pit are just sort of shambling around. Um and the one next to Laura sort of moves over to him and leans down and just sort of like stupidly sort of just like patting Loris's side. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, uh, that's the zombie's turn. Gil, back to you. Uh, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to call out and I'm going to say, what do you... Uh, what are you doing here? What are you searching for? Um, he looks up at you, is now, now seeing you for the first time as well. Um, he says, look, I don't really want to divulge exact... I'm just doing some research. What are, what are you guys doing here? You know, like, we're out in the middle of the nowhere. This is, it's nighttime in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I'm just trying to get my... Re- well, I was, I was actually about to hit the hay, to be honest. Uh, it's quite late. Uh, I've got my fire going. It's quite nice and warm in there. I was just bunking down for the night. Uh, but if you're wanting to know what I'm doing here in general during the days, just research. Just research, my my good friend. But what about, what about you? What are you guys? What brings you all the way out to Old Owl Well? Yeah. We're here because uh, some of the villagers have been attacked by undead, and we would prefer that not happen. Oh, geez. Look, I'm really sorry. Look, I, once I get the stuff I'm looking for, I'm, I'll be out. Look, all I'm trying to do, I'm trying to figure out who built the tower here. It was, all I know, it was a great wizard of some sort. I'm just trying to do some research. But look, look, I'm going to be honest. There's, uh, I'm probably not going to be hanging around here for much longer anyway. Uh, not with, um, well, not with what I saw earlier today anyway. What was, what was that? Yeah, some, uh, some of those. Some of those orc bastards uh, came scouting around here, down from the old uh, the old Wyvern tour, you know. Came down here, and I think they're uh, think they've got plans to come down here and crack old Heyman's skull, and hey, just like a like an orc might do. Hey, oh no, not you as well! Oh God, get out! Oh. And it's one of the other zombies moves forward um, and sort of 
crumples down onto the ground dead. The spell is brutal. Yeah, yeah. And he's power of level three, everybody. The power <laughs> of three. Uh, we'll, we'll move. We'll move back to Mirican um, with Heyman pleading once more. Uh, look, I mean, it's more of an inconvenience with these little buggers going down. I'm gonna have to heal them up anyway. But if you could just stop. The, I assume you've got some kind of thing holding the last two in place, but I really, really don't want to have to heal them back up from death. I can bring their health up. That's pretty easy. But reanimating, oh, that's going to take a while. Well, I, for one, don't feel that any man should have his own personal army of undead. Don't you think it's a little unres- is irresponsible even to let them roam the countryside hurting innocent people? I mean, this is your responsibility, I can't stand and let that happen. They're just my pets. I'm sure you understand. Uh, haven't you had a pet or anything in your life? Well, funny you should ask, actually. <laughs> I actually got two today, and they're super cute. But anyway, that's beside the point. Yours are killing people. I mean, you got me there. Look, I've tr- look, I said, all I'm trying to do is do some research. I may not be the nicest guy out there, but I'm trying to just do my job. Look, I'm going to be leaving here anyway. Um, So, look, I'll pack up in the morning. That's fine. I'm not really getting anywhere with my research. But, uh, look, I just don't want to fight. Like, I mean, I've got spells you guys probably haven't even heard of. Look, if you want a fight, we can do this. But just trust me on this one. I'll probably hurt you guys. And I really don't want to. Quite a threat. But you, look, you've, you've made your point with you and with those orc mongrels, right? Look, I'm just going to pack up. I'll take my herd with me and no harm, no foul. Hey, get out of it, you little shit. And he's, uh, one of the other zombies has kind of just made its way back over to him. And he's trying to nibble on him. He's just like patting him away again. Um, Baron, we're... I think oh, sorry. Sing out of the order. Oh, oh where'd Sig go? What, what did you roll, Sig? The DM forgot to click my token. <laughs> okay, sorry. We'll go. We'll go. You first here, Sig. Nice. Before we get onto the Baron. So, despite the dialogue echoing around him, Sig sees a zombie approaching his compatriot, Mister Loris, and he readies his short bow again and with fires another arrow. With the signage. So you have seen it, just sort of like patting. You have seen it patting, <clears throat> um, Loris, not attacking. Is it really- Oh, yeah, because that's a good point. <clears throat> Let me Sig check my rate. does rate. not care. Okay, all right. Uh, give us a roll to hit. <coughs> Sig rolls a 16. He's not hostile to me, is he? He's not. So, the, yep, so with, with a roll of 16, you've definitely hit, <coughs> hit the zombie. Uh, how much was the damage? Eight damage. Um, and that arrow sort of like shoots into its right uh, shoulder and it kind of chips off uh, a bit of meat and bone um, and you just hear coming up from from the pit oh (coughs) jeez nice (laughs) anything else and you've you've noticed the the um, Heyman sort of see what you've done and he look back at the the remaining three atop the wall with, with pleading eyes Sig with a bonus action will call back to the group. Forwards! And then run up to this position on the map. Okay, cool. Um, Shannon, Baron, it's over to you. <clears throat> well, I'm just going to say this, this is a 
chaotic mess. <clears throat> it seems to me that he's not attacking us. Um, and we're the aggressors here. We've just come in here. <clears throat> We've heard about people being attacked, though. But besides that, he doesn't seem to be aggressive at all. Indeed, I agree. Undead. Uh, perhaps we could aid in his research and then we can find out something that would help us you know, more than just killing him. What do, you, what do you think of that? To whom are you speaking? Yeah, who are you speaking? Uh, my, the party. Yeah, the party. I would consider it if he proves that he will not harm us. Mm. He seems to be, has not attacked us, even though he's one of our party right next to him. Mm. He Can seems you, quite careless, but he doesn't, he's not trying to kill us. A lot of his zombies have been killed. He doesn't. He hasn't told them to attack. So mm. can somebody like insight check him? Maybe Baron's given it to his turn. I can attempt that. Um, yep, I got a plus zero. I'll probably get a one. Uh, I got a fourteen. All right, with a roll of fourteen, um, you've kind of analyzed his tone, his his posture, um, and he seems sincere from what you can tell. Um, mm. What he's been saying rings true to, to you. Okay, I'm going to pop down into drop down. Into, oh, can I drop down? It's can't, you can't, but it's a 20-foot drop. You've got to, oh. yeah. Oh, you can't just sort of skid down. No, it's like, a, it's like a, a vertical drop. What about this over here? There's like a block. Could I land on that block? That's, <laughs> probably, like, just... that's probably like a, t a foot or two less of a fall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'll just come over um, over here and I'll... Um, I'll just uh, say to the to Hyman, um, perhaps I could <laughs> assist in your research. As you, um, uh, while you, I know this is a mess. While you make your moment. way to that position, he has just seen um, one of your one of the party attack one of his zombies, and you see mm. him um, just uh, pull out a a, um, a quarter staff and sort of place it on the on the uh, like the the end of it on the ground next to him as he watches you move. Um, Yes, well, I'm going to be walking with open hands okay. and say, don't worry, I could attack from way over there. <laughs> this is actually more dangerous for me over here. Okay. Uh, is there anything you want to be doing from that position? No, just, just tell him I could maybe help in his research and uh, let him move on his way earlier than he would have. Okay. Um, Loris, you're prone on the ground next to a zombie that is gently stroking you. <laughs> Ooh, All right. which is mild, mildly comforting I must admit mm. it's better than having Baron mm. do shit from behind me you know a soothing uh, touch ouchie <laughs> <laughs> yes ouchie indeed um, so I'm just going to get myself up which I think halves my movement yeah yeah okay. so from there I'm just going to um, stand up look around I'm still raging so but mm. I'm just going to walk across walk across to um, the this, is that Heyman it is. I can walk. I can walk. I can get to just in front of Heyman, and I mean, how are you? How are you approaching him? Very like like I'm picturing Hulk, kind of just lurching very very slowly, but very very purposefully, not aggressively, but just very purposely, and look at him. Are you moving to striking distance? You're raging, right? I'm, I'm within. Yeah, I absolutely. Lift within five within the five feet of him. As you so when you get about to the ten foot mark away from him, he just sort mm. of he sees you. He sees how aggressive you are. He's lit from um, a soft light from his left, and you can sort of see worry, concern on his face. And he just lifts. He raises his his um 
his quarterstaff, and he just says, he just asks you to please not take a step further. Yeah, I'll stop, and I'm going to say, um, stow it or lose your arm, and that's, that's where I'll leave it. All right, it's his turn now, hmm. uh, and I'm going to let you react, in how it, not with a move or anything, but just with the conversation. Uh, uh, and he says, uh, if you put yours down first and tell your archer up on the walls to put away his, I then my... Archer? Well, someone's <laughs> been firing arrows at my zombies. He normally carries a hammer. If um, you <clears throat> step back and place your sword or your uh, axe down and tell your archer to stop firing, then you may see the next sunrise. And so... Oh, Whose dick is bigger? So he's readying... <laughs> He's readying for anything that is the opposite of what he's just said. And it is the zombies' turns, and they stay, they stay put. They're still not doing anything. Gil, it's your turn. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I'm just going to ready an action here. <laughs> is this going to be Reservoir Dog style, like everyone with their guns pointing? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to ready a spell casting on um, him becoming aggressive. So this is going to be interesting. So if there's a readied action for a readied action, who goes first? He would go first. Surely he would go first. Because he's he's reacting when yeah. someone else attacks. Yeah. And, then, yeah. Yeah. and that will set off a trigger. Yeah. But, but then Gil, Gil would get to go before he does. Sorry, that's the way I'm... His reaction would go, but he's react. Gil's reacting to his reaction, so he yeah, intercepts. right. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm just gonna call out. You don't need to do this. Um, and he says, "I know. I've been trying to stop you guys from the moment I've seen you." And I say, "I'm talking to Loros." <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Then get out of there, little bugger. <sighs> um, but, um. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm guessing if I read in my action, cool. that's my... American. All right. I take my staff, I put it into my backpack or whatever the <laughs> whatever you keep the staff, and I put my hands up and I say, I'm ending the spell. Let's see if we can resolve this peacefully. And I end my concentration spell. All right. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Let's uh, get rid of that. All right, and the zombies that have sort of, like, um, being caught in these vines, just sort of, you hear them just going, oh. <laughs> uh, they're, pretty, they're pretty happy. They don't have that anymore. Um, anything else, American? Um, I call out, let's not anybody do anything <laughs> rash. We can talk about this. Speaking of which, it is Sig's turn. <laughs> now, from, so from your there... position where you are right now, Sig, you can't see... Um, Heyman, but you can see the two zombies on the steps. Yeah, indeed. So as the dialogue has been toing and froing, Sig hasn't been listening, expecting his party to continue the assault. But then he noticed Baron approach towards the enemy, and that has um, triggered his his vision. And he he lowers his bow and he talks to Baron. Are we not killing everything here? <laughs> Um, no, I'm not. I don't want to kill him. Uh, he doesn't seem to be attacking us. We've just come to visit him. 
Well, we're visiting his home. Did he not admit to killing the people from the village? That may be true, yeah. But I don't know if he did it on purpose or what happened, so maybe we should find out. One would expect one doesn't gather a herd of zombies by mistake. Well, maybe he just lost control of them. That He's already admitted that it was his mistake. That's true. But I don't think he's out to kill people. Zig, uh, Zig chats to Baron for six seconds. Right, cool. <laughs> Baron, we're over to you. Oh, well. Um, I'm just going to continue... Uh, looking like I'm not going to attack anyone and I'm just going to say that it'd be nice to uh, chat. Maybe if you could move all the zombies away from everybody we can uh, maybe go inside and have a cup of tea or something. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no. Loris. So um, not having attacked anything, my rage has subsided. So I'm calm-ish. <laughs> um, having been th- Returned, threatened. I'm just gonna, rather than having my axe ready to smash it, I'm just gonna kind of rest it over my shoulders and kind of, you know, just kind of like I'm chilling with a with a across my back. That's an option. That would have been bad. Um, and just kind of stand there, going, "Okay, your move." Okay, uh, it is Haven's turn. He sees everyone sort of um, putting away their weapons. He sees Loris putting the axe uh, over his shoulders and resting it. And a smile sort of comes across Heyman's face and he raises his quarterstaff. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.